0: It's the Field of Vision podcast with your host, Jordan Eisen. How's it going, everybody? And welcome into the Field of Vision podcast. We're changing it up today. Um, Joining me is not a guest from a very cool publication. It's just Eli Jacobs, um, my friend and, I guess, owner of What's your Instagram co- account called again? Kentucky, like Network. Kentucky Network. Kentucky Network. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Oh, uh, well, you know, big Kentucky basketball fan. So I decided to make an Instagram account and post scores and stuff.
0: Also, what Eli will hopefully soon be better known for is running my TikTok account. So Eli, talk a little bit about that too.
1: Go follow it. FOV underscore sports on TikTok. It's beautiful. The best TikTok page on the internet.
0: I agree. I don't know if this is actually going to last that long, to be completely honest. But we're going to try it. And if Eli wants to keep on making content, I'll let him. Um, <laughs> but go follow it so that it does stick around. So anyways, today's going to be a little bit different. We're still going to cover the same stuff. Still going to cover uh, wide receivers is what's on cue for tonight. But um it's going to be a little bit of a different feel, I would imagine, since I'm not interviewing somebody that I've literally never met before. Um, Eli, the I, every time that I have a new guest on the show, and I guess you're no exception to this, I always ask um, how you got into fantasy sports, but I guess in your case, more so just sports. Um, so how did, what's your like origin story there?
1: Um, with fantasy football? Uh, I've just been a Browns fan and I decided with some of my friends in like seventh grade, I bet I know more than you. And they were like, I bet I know more than you. So we decided to start a league and I won.
0: Nice. Um, how, how, why did you start your Kentucky Instagram page though?
1: Oh, because my mom, she's a Kentucky fan. So I was raised as a Kentucky fan and big Kentucky fan. And I wanted to, to share the news.
0: True. Shout out to Melinda Mersak. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways though, let's get into these wide receiver rankings. Let's do it. Tier one. Tier one, I think, is pretty clear cut. Um, but let's talk about how we rank these guys, because I know yours are a little bit different. Um, I've got Devontae Adams one, Tyreek Hill two, Stefan Diggs three, and DeAndre Hopkins four. Um what words do you have about these top four?
1: The only ones I would switch around are Hill and Diggs. I think Diggs is going to have a phenomenal season.
0: Uh, do you think he's just going to like continue? Like, What should fantasy owners expect? Like, Exactly what they saw last year or better, a little bit worse? What they worse? saw last
1: year, but since Josh Allen is going to win MVP, I think he's going to get more targets.
0: Okay. I I mean I like Stefan Diggs too, but Tyree Kill's pretty undeniable too. I, I think Tyree Kill's a better player, especially for fantasy. And like Josh Allen's great. You can have him winning MVP, but Patrick Mahomes is better. It's pretty straightforward for me. Um but there's not too I much conversation so. to be had. What
1: I agree. I what agree. Did?
0: Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, I said okay. maybe
1: so. Okay.
0: okay. um, there, There's not much to be said about those top four there. They're pretty straightforward. So let's get into some more interesting conversation. Um, Number five, I have DK Metcalf. Uh, AJ Brown follows him up. Calvin Ridley, Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, and Keenan Allen. It's a bunch of young guys with Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen mixed in. Um, All still really good football players for the most part, in really good situations as well. Um, Let me ask, and I think this is interesting, they went to college together, they're both really big and fast, Um, but who would you rather have of DK Metcalf and AJ Brown?
1: Metcalf, definitely. I think with Julio there, Brown is not going to get as many receptions as he did last year, and even if he performed the way he did last year, he'd probably still be around seven or eight. So. I just don't see him having a better season than Metcalf at all.
0: All right. I'm I'm glad to hear you say that. I like Metcalf a lot and think I I think he's pretty clearly the wide receiver 5. He's definitely not in the first tier and he totally belongs in this tier, but he's very much like a wide receiver 5 for me. Like I I can't see myself putting any of these other guys over him. Um who else in this tier though interests you or this interests you, I guess.
1: I like Ridley a lot. I like Terry McLaurin a lot. I don't know how Alan Robinson will do because I don't know how Dalton will do or Justin Fields or whoever it is. I don't... It depends there. But I like Ridley the most out of this tier.
0: Including of DK Metcalf as well?
1: Including Metcalf.
0: Okay. Uh, why do you like Ridley? Like, What about him makes him better than DK Metcalf because I think we can agree just like as a fact that um, DK Metcalf is more physically talented so what do you like about Ridley that has you putting him wide receiver five
1: now that Julio's gone he's basically getting all the receptions him in pits I guess but with Lockett there in Seattle still I just think Ridley is going to get a lot more targets
0: Okay. That's valid. That's valid. Um, I do want to hear your thoughts on Terry McLaurin too. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he might be good while he lasts for um, Terry McLaurin, but who knows how long he's going to last. He might be benched in like week five. And then you've got T- Taylor Heineke. That's not very exciting. So does that at all concern you, the quarterback situation for Terry McLaurin?
1: I like Fitzpatrick. I think he had a very underrated season last year before he was benched for Tua. I think he'll be good enough this year for McLaurin to have a big enough impact. Obviously, Antonio Gibson's there, and now Curtis Samuel, but I don't know. I, I still think he'll get enough.
0: Um, uh, Over, under, let's say, nine games started for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Over? Over? Do you think he'll start the full season?
1: season. I do. Unless he gets hurt.
0: Yeah. I trust
1: it. I trust
0: it. I'd love to see it. I think that team could be really interesting because usually, I feel like usually when a defense is really good, the offense kind of plays slow and like conservative. And that definitely usually makes sense. But I think it would be really cool to see the Washington defense just like be one of the best. But then also Ryan Fitzpatrick just going crazy on offense. I think it could work really well. I also think it could work horribly. Um, I don't know if I, I guess there is a pretty decent middle ground too, but I think that it's either going to go really bad, really well, or really not. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Really quickly though, express your love for Antonio Gibson. I know you want to.
1: There's not much to be said. He's going to be a top five running back in fantasy this year. They're not going to trust Fitz. It's magic as much as they should but they're going to give the ball to him a lot like you said with such a great defense they're going to want to run the ball more and and he's going to be great
0: do you think that he can like boost bump up his receptions though because i mean he was the wide receiver in college and then he just didn't really catch much at all in um his rookie year so what's up with that do you think his workload's going to be bumped up
1: i doubt it they brought another really good receiver in samuel so then i don't true. know but if he does that's a bigger plus to his game
0: i think the washington offense has a lot of very interesting pieces going on um and i'm interested to see what they uh do with all of that um let's move on to his next tier now tier three uh mike evans chris godwin cd lamb julio jones DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk, and Amari Cooper. Let's take it one by one because this is a bunch of names that are just kind of all over the place. I don't really know what to exactly expect from like any of them. Uh, so let's start with Mike Evans, I guess, at the top. Um, the, do you think Mike Evans is a good football player?
1: I do. I think Better he... than Godwin? Yes, I do. Okay. Definitely. I think... I think CD Lamb is also better than Godwin. I think Julio is much better than Godwin.
0: All right. But Mike Evans though, let's talk about him for a quick sec. Uh can you see like a uh, an amazing season where he finishes as like a top three wide receiver? Cause I can definitely like fathom that. And I don't think he's thought of as being like a high upside guy.
1: I mean it's definitely possible. He just has to get his consistency down. I've seen so many flashes of him being phenomenal. It just depends how much Brady wants to throw him the ball.
0: I agree. I, Evans he's really interesting and I wish I could put him higher. Like I'm I'm only one spot above uh ADP on him and I wish I were just higher than that cuz he's a really good player. He has a lot of upside. And I don't think he has like I don't think at the end of the year we're going to look back on Mike Evans and think of him as, like, a huge bust. I, I guess the inconsistency sucks, but, like, I don't... Uh, he's really weird. Because I can't bring myself to put him higher than Keenan Allen. But I think he's really good. Uh, let's move on to Godwin. You seem to not like him very much. Why is that?
1: I don't know. To be honest, I just think that... I don't dislike him. I think he's good. I just think C.D. Lamb and Julio... Are better than him when it comes to fantasy. I think Julio and him are both the second wide receivers on their team, but Julio's gonna get a lot more targets. I also think Ceedee Lamb's the second receiver on their team, by the way. But
0: whatever. Would you put Amari, uh, Amari Cooper above Ceedee Lamb or just? In, I like, would. Real I think Dak football.
1: and him have the chemistry. In, in football, I think that Dak likes Amari Cooper more. I think they have the chemistry, and I think it will be better for fantasy and get more targets.
0: Okay. Um. We'll we'll get to the Cowboys a little more later, but Chris Godwin. All right. All right. Do you, what? All right. I Chris all right. Godwin. Okay. It's hard to hear you sometimes, mm-hmm. Eli. You've got to speak up. Um. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> so Chris Godwin, though, do you just kind of think of him? More, like, less of a superstar than these other guys in this area. Um And more of, like, exactly. just, like, a Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen type. Like, would you even put him in this tier?
1: Yeah, I would. I think he's better okay. than Moore than Ayuk.
0: Okay, gotcha. Okay, CD Lamb, though. And we can also talk about Amari Cooper a little bit more. Um I mean, CD Lamb was just amazing last year. Amari Cooper kind of has his like flashes of badness which usually when we say flashes we mean like he like showed flashes of greatness but Amari Cooper just has some really poor uh, plays and it's just like not always low effort stuff but like sometimes he just kind of like does not do things the right way um so do you think that like who has the higher upside like do you see a situation where CeeDee Lamb can just like explode and Amari Cooper kind of takes a yeah. back seat? Go yeah, ahead.
1: Definitely. I think CeeDee Lamb's probably more talented. I just think that Dak is going to use Cooper a lot more. Not a lot more, but enough to where he is the clear receiver one on the Cowboys. Okay.
0: And are you at all concerned about Dak's like shoulder and ankle and all of that like do you think that he's like capable of supporting two plus Michael Gallup plus Zeke Elliott um, receiving options or is that at all a concern to you when you're taking these guys in fantasy drafts
1: eh, shoulder more than ankle I don't think his ankle should be concerned about at all but not really I wouldn't look too into it. I think he'll be great. Yeah. I think he'll win comeback player of the year.
0: He probably will. I mean, Stack Prescott. He, I mean, Joe Burrow, I guess, has a case. So does Saquon. Saquon, if he it up. maybe. But, um, yeah. Uh, maybe Lynn Bowden in the future maybe. will get
1: one next year, twenty twenty three.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but. Julio Jones, let's talk – I think this is the one that I am the least sure about, at least that we've talked about so far. Because, uh, like, do you see a situation in where he's just, like, not that great anymore? But, like – because to me this rank is just, like, the middle ground in between. He might be, like, the old Julio Jones, like, wide receiver five. um. And just now he's on the Titans, or he might just be injured the whole year, kind of bad. Like, do you see that there's any situation that he can actually finish, like, wide receiver 15, where I currently have him ranked? Um, or is that just the middle ground? Of, I think, like, where I think it's
1: the middle ground, probably. I think he's either going to finish. A lot higher, maybe higher than A.J. Brown, or a lot lower, Like, especially if he gets hurt, like you said. But I don't know. We'll have to see. Big question mark.
0: Yeah. Would you be willing to take him? So his overall ADP is 42. Would you be willing to take him in like the third round?
1: No. I've taken him in the fifth round, and I was very happy with that pick. Ooh. But I don't know about the third round.
0: Yeah i'd be very happy with him in the uh even fourth is pretty solid yeah um i like Julio because i him and antonio brown i feel like we're just completely discounting the fact that like two ish years ago three i guess in antonio brown's place uh in antonio brown's case they were like two of the best receivers in the year in, in the league and now they're just like not ranked that high but we haven't actually seen them be bad for an extended period. So I'm a little hopeful that both Julio and Antonio Brown, who we'll surely talk about later. Um, like, I think that there's a chance that they might just return form this year. They're both really old, of course. So it's not like, it's not very likely at all, but I think they're really high upside plays that kind of go under the radar. um, DJ Moore, you threw some shade at him earlier. I really like DJ Moore. The market doesn't. I have him ranked six spots higher than ADP. Um, That's a lot when you're talking about just positional ranks. So what do you think about DJ Moore? I
1: honestly don't have much of an opinion on him. It all depends on Darnold. I like Darnold, but I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. Him and Robbie Anderson are both... um, very good so and christian McCaffrey too know. of course but yeah yeah i don't know we'll have to see how Darnold does in carolina
0: yeah so dj moore something interesting about him he's definitely done very well in terms of yardage in his first three seasons um especially given like how many he re- receptions he has like last year he had 66 catches and almost 1200 yards that was very impressive but. Uh, Last year in 2019, and then last year in 2020, he only had four touchdowns in each season. Do you think that touchdowns are at all um, a concern for you, or is it just kind of hopefully he regresses to what he should be getting?
1: Not all that much. I mean, we know that McCaffrey is going to get a lot of the touchdowns. Um and how many touchdowns are the Panthers even going to score this year? Like, who knows? So, I don't know. I wouldn't do it all based off of his touchdowns.
0: I'm pretty intrigued by him. I think that there's definitely a chance that he kind of continues this, like, 1,200-yard per-season stretch, but then he also, like, adds in six touchdowns, and I have him ranked pretty high. I think uh, – I a lot of uh, the time that I'm making draft rankings and like doing these pre position previews at preview episodes, I think about like who my like final best values um, who's going to be on my final best values list, which kind of like my main list who, by the way, Antonio Gibson, I had number one last year. That was a very good call. And I think I deserve to uh, brag about that a little bit. But I think DJ Moore, I think DJ Moore definitely might be up there this year. Like he he could be like my number 6 or so uh biggest value. I think he I think he's a really good player and I like Arnold at least more than Bridgewater. I see a scenario where DJ Moore kind of does a little bit of everything in the short game uh deep down the field a little he kind of just all over the place and also catches touchdowns this time. So I'm excited by that. Um, and, like, Robbie Anderson is good. Christian McCaffrey is very good. But, like, do you know who their third receiver is right now? Like, I'm thinking about it. And I I usually can name the top three wide receivers for every team, but I just cannot think of a third Panthers wide receiver. Do you know who um, it is?
1: Is it that rookie? Oh, rookie yeah, Terrace Marshall. I love yeah, Terrace Marshall. Yeah, yeah, I knew it.
0: Okay, good call. Good call. Okay. I I just couldn't remember him, but even still, like I think he's gonna be a good rookie. I think you should draft Ter- Terrace Marshall, but I think that the Panthers' offense is gonna look really good, and DJ Moore is gonna be a big part of that. Um, so I'm interested in DJ Moore. Uh Brandon Ayuk. Um, well, he kind of is Debo Samuel, but maybe better at catching. That's very exciting, especially if he doesn't have the same injury problems. So what what are your concerns about Ayu? Because you sounded like you didn't really like him earlier.
1: No, I have nothing against him. I think it depends because obviously how Garoppolo does, but I think Garoppolo is going to be benched pretty quickly for Lance. And I liked what I saw from Trey Lance. I think he fits their offense perfectly. Like That was the perfect situation for him. So Mm -hmm. I think Debo Samuel's still the receiver one, though. That's the only issue. I think he's going to be used more.
0: Yeah. Would you put Debo ahead of Ayuk, though, in fantasy rankings?
1: No, but I would stay away from both of them. So I don't know.
0: Interesting. Huh. I've never heard the Debo over Ayuk take that, like, he's going to get more targets. I guess maybe he gets more targets. Cause like each target he gets is kind of like a rushing attempt. So, I mean, that's possible, but I think Ayuk's really good. He's a good receiver too, which I mean, Debo's fine. He sometimes has catch trouble, uh, hands problems, but it's not the, that's not a problem for Ayuk, at least to the same extent as Debo. I'm excited by Ayuk too. Um, and then we already talked about Amari Cooper. That was a big tier. Here's a little bit of a smaller one, but I also want to hit on a lot of these guys. There's so many wide receivers that are so interesting. Um, So let's kick it off with uh, Adam Thielen. This is wide receiver 19 now. Robert Woods, uh, Kenny Galladay, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett, and Cooper Cup. Adam Thielen, were you talking about how you hate him or was that Wiener?
1: That was definitely me. Oh, Wiener said that too, but also, I don't know, I've just never liked him as a fantasy guy. He's always failed me when I've had him, but I've also never had him for more than like three weeks at a time, so (laughs) I'm not sure. I've never been high on the
0: The first half of 2019, or was it 18? I'm not sure. That first half where he like set the record for most 100-yard games, that was pretty crazy, but... After the second half of that season was pretty bad. Maybe you had him then. Um, I like Thielen. I think Justin Jefferson's a lot better. Um, but Thielen definitely might get some touchdowns. Uh, he's a little bit interesting. But I think he's pretty... Eh, I, I'm impartial. Like I have him at the same spot as ADP does. Um, and I think that makes sense. Uh, Robert Woods. Uh, where would you rank Robert Woods in comparison with these other guys? Not necessarily in this tier, but just like everywhere.
1: Ahead of Thielen. Ahead of Ayuk. I like him. I think Stafford's going to have a great season. And I think Robert Woods is going to be his clear first option. And I think he's going to have a huge year.
0: Yeah, uh, Robert Woods, I, he's definitely better than Cooper Cup in my opinion. I think Stafford's I also going to have a huge year, and I thought I liked Robert Woods a lot, putting him at uh, wide receiver twenty. But apparently ADP has him at wide receiver fourteen. That was a big surprise. Like that's where I have CD Lamb, and I love CD Lamb. So I don't like they have ADP. If you sort by ADP, they have let's see. So it goes Evans got uh, Evans Woods Godwin. Cooper. Julio Jones. Then Cooper Cup. I don't know. They're just a lot of guys that I would rather have than Robert Woods. Like I don't think I'm gonna have him like anywhere in any league, but uh he's he's really good. And I think the Rams offense is gonna be a, like pretty amazing this year. It it would be nice if they had Cam Akers, but I wish that the market was just lower on Robert Woods because I can't constitute putting him higher, but I want to have him. It's kind of like Mike Evans, but on a greater scale. Um, Kenny Galladay, what do you think of Kenny Galladay, the player? Like, how good do you think he is, just in terms of his skills? I think
1: he's a really good player. I think people kind of forgot about him after last season, but I think new new location, fresh start. Obviously, Daniel Jones isn't the greatest, but he's still going to be the their obvious first receiver, and I think he'll get more than enough targets to be a very impactful fantasy receiver.
0: Do you think he kind of falls in this range? Uh, I do. Of like, okay, because ADP doesn't, and that's another thing I was surprised by. Like, I uh, when I started, I, I did preliminary uh, wide receiver rankings, and I thought. Kenny Galladay was going to be like at about wide receiver 20. And then I was going to have him at like wide receiver 15 and just like have him be one of my highest targets. And then I cooled down on him a lot, obviously. But I mean, ADP lower than 20. He's going 28 and 70th overall. I would take him in the fifth round in most drafts, uh, fourth round, maybe. Um, I like Kenny Galladay I think he's a really good player as well I I feel like um he was forgotten about I agree that was a good way to put it um because I mean we were taking him as like the wide receiver like six or seven in 2020 drafts and then yeah. he has one injury season it wasn't even that he was bad it was just an injury season And now he's being ranked at wide receiver 28. That seems like a really big hole in the market. And I get get that he moved teams and that it was not in the positive direction because Daniel Jones is garbage. But um, Kenny Galladay, I I like him a lot. I don't know if I want to put him in my values list like I want to for DJ Moore because I still feel kind of grossed out by taking Galladay. But... I like him, and I think that's a that's a really like big hole in the market um, that people can take advantage of. Um, Deontay Johnson, I don't know, he's pretty good. Ben Roethlisberger's not. Yeah, I think. Do you have anything to say?
1: I think obviously Deontay Johnson had a great year last year, and he was like their third, maybe even fourth choice at receiver. But I also think that Ben Roethlisberger will be the worst quarterback in the NFL this year. And I think Dwayne Haskins is going to take over halfway through the season, so which is even worse probably. So, I mean, he's going to be in a really bad spot with two other good receivers on his team, but he's really talented. So it depends if they can make it work or not.
0: Let me ask you, though, if Ben Roethlisberger like, just came back and was like 2018 Ben Roethlisberger, okay, well. Then would would you be enthusiastic by, uh, taking Deontay Deontay Johnson or yeah, of kinda, course, well,
1: or if he was first eleven week Ben Roethlisberger last season, true, yeah, sure, but not the way he is right now. He can't hit a pass. He's horrible.
0: Has he been bad in preseason? I have not watched. any I don't know. Preseason. Did he even play preseason? No. Maybe <laughs> that that makes us um. Lose some credibility, I guess, but I don't know. I I have a similar feeling about Ben Roethlisberger. He just kind of seems like he might be done, and I don't want to. I don't want Dwayne Haskins to take over. That would
1: I do as a Browns fan. I do.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm also a Ravens fan, so I guess so. But I'd rather honestly, I'd rather see like the Ravens just destroy Big Ben than beat up on uh, Dwayne Haskins. Nothing better. So I guess I hope that Ben Roethlisberger plays the whole season. That's a little weird, but um, yeah, it, the Steelers like the Cowboys, I think. Or who were we talking about? Uh, I don't I remember. Johnson? We were talking about some <laughs> some team, oh. and um, I think it's mm-hmm. just gonna be really interesting to see how it plays out uh, during the season. Maybe it was Mike Evans. I'm looking through the names, none of them seem right. I don't know, maybe Oh, it was Julio Jones. It's it's gonna be a similar thing, I think. Like either Big Ben's there or he's not. Um, and that's gonna be that's gonna matter a lot for fantasy. Um Tyler Lockett, do you have any words? I don't have too much to say. I feel like we really. know enough about Tyler Lockett. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If you want some upside He's there for you, I guess. Um, and then Cooper Cup rounds out this tier. Uh, would Would you rather have Robert Woods or Cooper Cup?
1: Woods definitely.
0: Okay, I I agree. So does ADP. So that's good. But I'm also way lower on Cooper Cup than the market. So I don't know why that is. Why um, the market's so high on the Rams, or maybe I'm just low on the Rams. But they love Stafford. Matthew Stafford's. Matthew Stafford's my favorite quarterback to draft in fantasy, like so it seems kinda off, but I don't know. <laughs> I guess that they really just love Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Um, I
1: guess. I guess so.
0: I I like I like Cup, but I think that wide receiver eighteen, like Amari Cooper is my wide receiver eighteen. That like that's too high for Cooper Cup. Um I don't know, I don't love that. Um, So that sums up that tier, tier 4, that is. um, We'll get back to tier 5 and beyond after this quick break for an ad. Alright, we're about to get into tier 5. Another, I mean, this feels like the low end of tier 4, pretty much. Like, just guys that I don't really know what to think about, but they're here, but they're all just kind of worse than tier four. And I guess that's what tiers are, but, uh, it it gives me the same vibe as tier four, I guess, just like cluelessness. Um, so let's kick it off with all of these bangles, I guess. T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and then Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Robbie Anderson, Jamar Chase, Antonio Brown, and Michael Thomas. I don't think there's a single name on there that you can be at all confident in anything in. Like, I guess maybe we know what to expect from Robbie Anderson, but also last year might have been a complete fluke. Um everyone on here I could see going in a variety of ways, and that's usually the case with football, but this is this one's kinda crazy. Um, are there any names here that stand out to you as something you want to talk about?
1: Well, for starters, Jamar Chase had a terrible preseason. Dropped every ball his way. But also, Joe Burrow loves him. So he'll probably get his targets regardless. Um,
0: What what about his um Instagram post that you leaked?
1: <laughs> well, it depends. It depends how much. So, you know, his baby mama accused him of beating her. But it depends how far she takes it. If she actually really wants to accuse him, then yeah, stuff will probably be done might even get suspended although Deshaun Watson hasn't been suspended so who really knows
0: yeah it sucks but I do think that's like if you're really uh undecided between like Jamar Chase and Robbie Anderson or something I don't know maybe that's a that's a tie-breaking factor um I am I I don't want to take Jamar Chase anywhere he he scares me the drops in the preseason, like he was supposed to be polished, like that was his thing. And then he just did not seem polished. Like we talked about how we didn't watch preseason, but the fact that the drops, like that was a thing that got to both of us and like we heard about, that's a little concerning, not gonna lie. Um so I think that's something to look out for. I I think Jamar Chase is one of the biggest bust candidates of the year. because. Um, He's just scary, I think. Um, But let's talk about these Bengals a little bit, these other Bengals. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, who do you like more?
1: T. Higgins. I think Higgins will be the receiver one. I think Boyd will be two. And Chase will be three. But also, I can definitely see Chase getting more targets than Boyd just because of how much Burrow loves him. But obviously, if he starts dropping every ball in week one, then they're not going to keep going to him.
0: Yeah. I, I. the Bengals wide receivers are so confusing. I, I could, in those pre, in those preliminary uh, wide receiver rankings I was talking about, I think I had them back to back to back. And that wasn't because like, just like a cop-out of like, I have no idea what to do with these guys. I'm just going to put them all in the same order. That was just like where I ended up putting them. And then I, when I was making the graphic, it was like, oh, shoot, these are all, Bengals. Um so I'm lost there. Who's gonna end up one? I think T. Higgins is the favorite. I agree. But then when you get Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase, I don't know what to think. Um now let's talk about Chase Claypool. He's the second stealer wide receiver we're talking about, and we both think that their quarterback is gonna be bad. So it's kind of weird that we have two wide receivers from the same team this high with a bad quarterback. Um But what do you think about Claypool? I like him.
1: I think he's talented. His quarterback's not. But they also, I mean, Najee's going to be a factor. Benny Snell also a good running back core. And if Roethlisberger can't hit a pass, how much are they going to keep throwing it? But also, the whole receiver core is just so talented to the point where, yeah, your quarterback's terrible, but you still have to take chances on them because of how good they are.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Cortland Sutton kind of has a similar situation going on, except his is more his injury. Like, I think he's pretty much back at this point, but I mean, who's to say if that will really hold up in games? Um, I'm scared a little bit. I thought he was going to be in that, like, um, in that, like Kenny Galladay, Deontay Johnson range before, um, the preseason kind of. He's one of your favorites, isn't out. he? Yeah, I loved Cortland. I love him so much. Um, and I definitely have him ranked much higher than 82 overall, which is where he's where his ADP is. Um, let me pull it up real quick. In the meantime, I guess, what do you have to say about Cortland Sutton?
1: I don't know, depends how Bridgewater does. Obviously, all I know about Cortland Sutton is he's your fourth favorite player behind Justin Tucker, Justin Herbert, and Nick Chubb. So mm-hmm. That's, that's all I need. If you like him, I like him.
0: Okay. I I like to hear that Eli. Um, yeah, I, I like him so much as a player. He's kind of like Kenny Galladay, but even more like lanky and he can just make some insane catches. That's why he's one of my favorite, like just players. Um, but for fantasy, the injury scares me, but Eighty second overall is just too late. I have him ranked sixty seventh. I wish that were higher. Like if there were more good news about his injury and just no bad news at all, which definitely just not the case. Um then I could see him being like in my forties, maybe. I think he's a really, really good player. I'm just a little scared by the injury and the situation. Um Okay. This part, it's about to get exciting. Um, Odell Beckham, you're a Browns fan. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I love him. You're a Browns fan. Odell Beckham's been really bad ever since he came to Cleveland.
1: Whoa, whoa. I wouldn't say what, all that.
0: What are you going to say?
1: He's, I love him, but obviously a very run-heavy offense. But that's not it. I still think the Browns are going to use Jarvis more than Odell just because of how... Well, he did, and the team did without Odell last year. I think they're not going to try to fix what's not broken, and they're just going to keep going with Jarvis. And I think Jarvis is just as good as Odell, just as talented. So I don't see why everyone has Odell ahead of Jarvis in fantasy. I think Jarvis is going to get a lot more targets. I don't see why they would switch back to Odell as receiver one.
0: I mean, except for the fact that in his first like three or four years of his career, he was like on a certain Hall of Fame pace, and now he's just... Correct.
1: First three or four years. But now, coming off an ACL injury, coming off what Jarvis just did, Jarvis was the best receiver in the league his first three or four years when he was with the Dolphins.
0: <laughs> I would not say they were going at quite the same pace. They um, <laughs> were. But, yeah, I don't know. Odell, it, I guess you could kind of group him in with... um Julio Jones and Antonio Brown, like, what if he does return? We haven't really seen him. I guess 2019, it, yeah, 2019, he was bad for the full year, but that was also a very dysfunctional Browns year. We haven't seen him and the Browns be good at the same time. Um, and I think that's something that might happen this year. Like, do you, do you see a situation where he ends up at being like a top 10 wide receiver for fantasy? Like, do you think he's uh, capable of bouncing back fully?
1: He's capable, but with the way the Browns run the ball, I mean, there's always going to be 10 receivers having better fantasy years than him, I think, but it's possible, I guess.
0: I think there's some hidden upside that's not really being talked about there, but... I don't feel as confident about that as I do for Julio and Antonio Brown. Um, But there's something, there's something there. Um, I don't want to talk about Robbie Anderson. I don't think that can be a productive conversation because I mean, last year he was just so different than any other year and it's either he continues doing that or he stops and there's no way we know which one. Um, So I'm just going to, skip over him. We already talked about Jamar Chase. Let's talk about Antonio Brown. Um, I've brought his name up like three or four times already. Do you think there is a chance that Antonio Brown is just the old Antonio Brown now that he's been with a football team for more than a year?
1: I don't think he'll ever be the old Antonio Brown. I don't think anyone will ever be the old Antonio Brown, but I mean... <laughs> I mean it's possible when you have Tom Brady as a quarterback.
0: Let me let me rephrase. Um do you think there's a chance he's the number 1 wide receiver on his team?
1: No. I don't think Mike Evans will lose that. I mean unless both Evans and Godwin get injured, I don't I don't see a possibility where he's ahead of either of them.
0: Presuming health, um like I think there is. Like we just I mean he was on the Raiders and never played a regular season game. Then he was on the Pats for one game got cut or whatever. Um and then last year, after being like legit out of the NFL for an extended period, he just like came back, was on the bucks and I mean he wasn't great, but he was definitely fine. Um and that's just not something you see that often. Like someone just come back from nothing and be like fine within a few weeks. That that's very atypical and i think there's a chance that now with a full off season on an nfl team he might just like yeah i agree he's not going to be the um, antonio brown that he used to be cuz that was just an amazing stretch but it, his stats last year were really good and i don't know i think there's might be something there he is also 33 like he is old just factually. Um, but I think there's, I, I think he's a really good value and I don't want him to be on my best values list because that's usual, usually a list of players that I like taking, but you can never feel like good taking Antonio Brown because he's a pretty disgusting person, but um, I like him a lot for fantasy. So that counts for something, I guess. Of course. Um, and then Michael Thomas in an Eli and my fantasy draft I hadn't quite finished my rankings to like use during the draft so what I usually do when I'm ranking is I skip over all the injured players and just rank them last where I think they should go so I just had Michael Thomas at like 200th overall in my (laughs) rankings I would have had him like 70th or something and then Eli took him at like 112th in our draft and I was just devastated, like, oh my god, I forgot Michael Thomas existed. So did I. I. So, so did I, I so would have taken him. I and, was just
1: scrolling down the list, scrolled really far, and saw Michael Thomas. Now I was like, whoa. Yeah. How can I pass on him?
0: Yahoo needs to fix that. Cause like, yeah, he's starting the year on the popper IR or whatever. He's gonna six miss weeks. the first six weeks. That sucks. But I mean Last year, we were taking him as the wide receiver one. Sure, Drew Brees is gone, but Jameis Winston, I don't know. He has another element that Drew Brees just did not. And I don't know. Maybe Michael Thomas can do something with that. I was really mad when you took him. And I'm not going to get over that. (laughs) That's fair. It was probably the steal of the draft, I think, because he's going to be a really good keeper next year, too. Um,
1: That was the plan.
0: Yeah. What a pick. Um, I, I like Michael Thomas a lot this year. I think he's going to be like, fine when he comes back, which like, if Michael Thomas is decent, just like normal-ish Michael Thomas when he comes back, this is a huge value. He's going um, wide receiver 30. That just seems too low to me. Um, and, of course, also in some platforms, he falls to pick 112, and that's just insane. So make sure you don't let Michael Thomas fall, I guess is what I'm saying. Because wide receiver 30, I guess that actually does sound about right. But make sure he doesn't fall much further than that, because he could become a really good steal. Okay, now we're getting out of the interesting territory and more about like, uh, I guess I have to take these guys to fill in a slot um, territory. So this next tier, Brandon Cooks with no quarterback. Tyrod Taylor, I guess. Um, Debo Samuel, Will Fuller, DJ Chark, Michael Pittman I have ranked pretty high, um, and Jarvis Landry. Pick one player you like and one player you don't from this tier.
1: I like Pittman. I like him a lot. I think he's going to have a really good season. I mean, assuming once is back quick enough, he'll get he rolling be. right away. I think they're hopeful for him week one, right?
0: Yeah, I I think so.
1: So, yeah, I mean, he'll have a good year, I would assume. He's going to be um, their first receiver, probably, unless T.Y. Hilton is still being used more. But Hilton's <laughs> no. hurt right now anyways, so we'll see. But I like Pittman a lot. I like Jarvis a lot, but but no one else does, so it doesn't really matter. DJ Chark, I don't know. DJ Chark has a big question mark. I think uh, Lavisca himself is gonna be the first receiver in that offense. Brandon Cooks gonna be the first receiver on the Texans probably, but but with what?
0: Tyrod Taylor, yeah, It's
1: yeah. bad. Not a great offensive line, anyways. So nothing, nothing good for him yeah. in Houston. So who's your least?
0: Who's your least favorite from this group?
1: DJ Chark. <laughs>
0: Okay, I, I like DJ Chark. I thought I liked him more. I thought I liked him more though, because I have him ranked 37th. ADP has him 38. I just, I don't know. I thought he was good. Um, just like two years ago, he kind of took the league by storm, and last year was really bad. But he was also playing with Mike Lennon, so how much can you really count that? What if he's just back to 2019 DJ DJ Chark? I think he's a really good bounce back candidate. Um, and yeah, I'd be happy with DJ Chark as my wide receiver three. Um, I think he's really interesting. But my least favorite, I guess it's Brandon Cooks. Just it, It's actually probably Will Fuller. I don't know. And I don't hate anybody in this tier, I guess. I, I don't think it's... Worth talking about when we have so many more guys to still get to. Um, All right, this next tier, it's Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, Marvin Jones, another Jag, um, Juju Smith-Schuster, Curtis Samuel, Mike Williams, Darnell Mooney, Jalen Waddle, Elijah Moore, and LaVisca Chenault. So you mentioned Chenault. He's getting a lot of hype. I probably should move him up a little bit, but why do you like him so much? Like, I I guess I understand that you think he's gonna be the Jags' number one wide receiver, but like, why does that matter if he's not good? Like, why do you think he's good?
1: I'm buying into the hype. I think Lawrence likes him, and uh, whatever Lawrence wants, they're gonna give him. And if that's all of the plays being towards Labiska... <laughs> Then they will do that for him. I think they'll make it work so that he's their receiver one. I think they like him a lot, the whole team as a whole does.
0: I guess that makes sense. I I, I could see this being like a 49ers offense. Um and should not just kind of being like Diva Samuel. Like that's the only comp for him, I think. Um they're just very similar players. And I don't know if, if we're hoping that LaVisca Chenault is D, D is Debo Samuel. Like why are people ranking him so high? Uh, I like, I think he'll be fine. Like there's, if there's a chance he's Debo Samuel, that's worth something. But the hype, I think the hype is definitely getting out of control. Um, where would you rank him in comparison to my list? Like, is he in the is he in the like Robbie Anderson tier or closer to like uh Pitman and Debo probably where, where you put him
1: the Pittman tier but like below Pitman and Jarvis i just think Chark is not in that tier i think Chark and him should switch spots but then lower Chark in that other okay. tier okay oh, you
0: really hate chark i, I don't I hate don't him knows that i just much. don't trust him that's fair. I think the only difference is last year, LaVisca Chenault was a rookie, and we can say, oh, it was his rookie season. He was really bad, and that's why. But DJ Chark, it was his year after his breakout. You can't say, oh, maybe he'll break out this year because, I mean, he already broke out and then had a bad year. So I don't know what I, – I just think it's kind of a bias against Chark Because I think he's a much better player than Chenault. Um, But only time will tell, I suppose. Jags, the Jags could be like kind of a powerhouse offense. Um, But they also might be like the worst team in the league. It's pretty polarizing. I don't really know what to expect from that. But I'm excited to see Trevor Lawrence. Um, He's going to be fun to watch, I think. Um, So if Levis... Pick one other person from this tier that you really like a lot.
1: Um, I like Jalen Waddle because I think he's going to be Tua's number one receiver. I also like Devontae Smith, though. I like the rookies. I have high hope for all the rookie receivers in this class. I think it's a really good receiver. I like Elijah Moore, really too, guys. but I don't like uh, Zach Wilson. So, only time is out.
0: Okay. Um, and now, I know what the answer is. But... Who do you hate in this tier?
1: Uh, Juju, I yeah. think. Well, I hate, I hate Juju in general. I don't even necessarily hate him for fantasy, but he's the clear third receiver on a team with a horrendous quarterback, and that just not an equation for success.
0: Express your feelings on Juju, please.
1: I think he's a um, bad player and an even worse person. I think I, I he's a loser. The Browns is the Browns. Uh, uh there's there's not much positive to say about him. Uh he should focus on football probably cuz he's not too great at it, so
0: <laughs> I I I also don't like Juju just for fantasy this year. I don't share the same hatred. I would not have liked it if he did choose to sign with the Ravens. Like, I guess schematically he would have been a good fit and I should have liked it, but I don't want him on my football team. So I'm glad that he decided to go back to Pittsburgh. Um, However, I like the 49ers a lot. Like, they're probably in my top five favorite teams, um, especially now that they have Trey Lance. And um, I, I, I like the 49ers. And I could see Juju going there this offseason. I I would like that. Um, even though that I don't love Juju, but you definitely have a much stronger hatred for Juju than I do. Um well, I
1: hope he fails this year. <laughs> I hope his is <laughs> over.
0: Wow, that's
1: no injury no, like, Never wish an injury, but I just hope he's so bad. He, he would make
0: join- money from like Disney Channel or something. Yeah, right?
1: FaZe Clan. He's in phase, phase gaming. It's his full time job after this year.
0: He would figure something out, I think. Definitely. Um,
1: He's a character.
0: Yeah. It it was, ah, it sucks that like he was really fun and just like everyone, like he, like, do you remember when everyone actually just loved Juju? Yes, I
1: loved him. And And it was like
0: universal. He backed up. And then he just, he got, like, when TikTok came out, he got really bad. And like there's yeah. a there's a pretty cute, clear correlation. Like Definitely. when he was tweeting about his bike, like everyone loved that, and then he just kind of ruined that. it. He ruined his brand so bad. Um, On his contract year too. Yeah, now he's a free agent. Who knows what's gonna happen? Um, I hope he pulls it together though. Maybe he can rebrand himself this year. Maybe go to a new team. Go to San Francisco. Delete his TikTok. That's the dream. Um, cause I, I, I want to see the old juju again. That was so much fun. And then it just kind of went away really quick. Um, let's move on to another tier. Uh, this one is definitely the worst one so far, but they're not as good as the tier we just talked about, but they're definitely not as bad as guys after them. So it's Devante Parker, Corey Davis, Marquez Callaway, Michael Gallup and Gabriel Davis. Who's your favorite and least favorite?
1: Marquez Callaway is 100% my favorite. I like him a lot. He's also the first Saints receiver on the list that will be playing the first six weeks. So I think he's very, very underrated. Him and Jameis Winston had that connection in preseason. They looked great
0: yeah it, it was only a couple highlight plays i think but from like those okay, that's
1: enough to those are hard
0: all. to make like usually highlights aren't reliable for like predict for predicting stuff but it looked right like i could see that being a thing maybe not because i mean just sometimes preseason lies to you but that that might be something um and then who's your least favorite
1: Gabriel Davis. He might even be the fourth receiver on that team. I mean, Cole Beasley, <laughs> Stephon Diggs, and maybe Emmanuel Sanders over him. Probably. He's definitely going to be used more than Emmanuel Sanders, probably. But like, at the same time, there's no guarantee that he's even going to get targets at all. So I think
0: I think he's the number no- number two option pretty clearly. Well,
1: um, Cole Beasley situation. Who knows what's going to happen with that.
0: Cole, what? Cole Beasley's the slot guy. Yeah. I, I don't
1: vaccinated guy.
0: Yeah. Yikes. I, I wish he got vaccinated. I don't have much to say about it, but I just wish that he, ah, he bugs me. I like, okay. So I said, I would take Antonio Brown and just not feel good about it right now. And it's probably recency bias. I like I'm not going to take Cole Beasley in any fantasy draft just because I I don't want him on my team um talk about something I want to look up uh Gabriel Davis's slot uh, um
1: um uh Corey Davis I like Corey Davis I don't like Zach Wilson again but I do like Corey Davis so maybe he'll help Zach Wilson look half decent this year. He's ranked correctly where you have him at fifty one, not forty one.
0: Aw, oh, thanks. That's so kind.
1: But I still like him. I still think he it could work. Hit or miss guy. Okay.
0: I found uh Gabriel Davis's slot snaps. He did play out of the slot like thirty percent of the time, which kind of surprised me. Um I'm gonna pull up Cole Beasley's really quick. So thirty percent versus 84%. So yeah, Cole Beasley's gonna play from the slot. Um now with John Brown gone, wait, was he on the Bills last year? I don't know. I, I think he was. Um now with John Brown gone or whoever their number two was, there was someone there that's not there anymore. Um I think that Gabriel Davis is gonna be the number two outside wide receiver. Like Stefan Diggs will play the slot, Colbeasley's gonna play this slot. I don't care about Emmanuel Sanders. Um and then I think I think Gabriel Davis is going to be there out there on most plays and definitely get enough targets to start and then I think he's just a good player like last year I watched him he looked good um and I think once he gets a few targets he's just going to keep on getting more I'm a big fan um so now I'm not going to read out the rest of the players but of all of the players not listed so far today who are your favorite sleepers?
1: Um, How All the receiver you? ones. I think Henry Ruggs. I think Derek Carr is an average quarterback at best. A horrible offensive line. Got even worse somehow. But I still think Henry Ruggs is the clear receiver one. So he'll have a solid year as last year probably. But, I mean, still enough, I would say.
0: Anyone else? Any other sleepers?
1: Rashad Bateman's hurt right now, but yeah. if Lamar last past week three without a leg injury, then maybe he'll connect enough throws to Bateman. Obviously, it depends how Hollywood Brown performs, but maybe Bateman can come in and be the first option. And, yeah.
0: I wish that... um. I wish that Bateman weren't injured. I was hoping the Ravens would take him like before draft day and then they did. And I was so happy. And then he got hurt. And that was that was a huge disappointment for me. Um from this group, my favorite sleepers are probably I really like Paris Campbell. We talked about Michael Pittman. I think Michael Pittman's gonna be really good, but I think T uh T Y Hilton's gonna be pretty much a like a non factor like uh AJ Green was last year. And possibly. then Michael Pittman's kinda gonna be like T. Higgins and then maybe Paris Campbell's like Tyler Boyd. Um I love I, I really like Paris Campbell this year. I also really like um let's see. I like Terrace Marshall a lot. I couldn't remember that he existed earlier, but he's one of my favorite late round targets. Um he was supposed to go in the first round and then he slid a ways down, and now he's in a situation that kind of just feels right to me. Um, I like him in Carolina a lot. Um, all right. Is there anything else you have to say about wide receivers?
1: No, no, there is not. I think you covered it all.
0: I'm impressed with our pacing for your first podcast. We definitely got through quite a few names. Um, that's impressive. All right. Um, Hit a, uh tell people where they can find your Kentucky stuff.
1: Kentucky Network on Instagram, the Kentucky Net on Twitter. That's it.
0: Cool. All right, Eli. Um, thank you for coming on the show, spending an hour to talk thank you for about having wide receivers me. with me. Maybe we'll have you on again. Um and <laughs> yeah, an so as always. Follow me on Instagram or Do Twitter that. at F-O-V underscore or TikTok. sports. I'll talk to you next time. But until then, Aizen out.